So I would like to start off by dedicating this to Gladys because I'm finally starting my podcast again. And I think that she was the only one who was like actively looking forward to hearing my episodes. (laughs) So this one's for you, my good friend Gladys. I hope you are doing well. Anyway, so I've decided to name this one Talking to the Walls. I've had cover art ready for this for months. And uh, I didn't have an episode because I, I was too lazy to get around to doing this because I like talking to people and talking to myself is lonely. But also, I really like thinking things out loud, but I also don't really like have a habit of talking to myself, mostly because, I don't know, that's just not something I did as a kid. I, don't, I like ran away from all my thoughts always and like kept busy and I don't know, I was an angsty kid, so I just bottled it all up. Yeah, I used to bottle it all up. They always say like, you shouldn't like hold those things in and the older I get, the more I realize like, yeah, like A, the mind-body connection is very real. So if you're holding things in emotionally, it affects you physically. One example of this that I um, see in my own life is when I was with my ex. <laughs> Let's just call them. They really liked Kylo Ren. So I guess I'll call them Kylo. But yeah. So yeah, when I was with them, I had like some kind of reaction with my eyes at some point and I don't know what it was from to be quite frank like and both of them just my eyelids swelled up and I don't know maybe I can blame my cat Keith and maybe there are like perfectly not mind-body connection reasons but uh I think it's because my body was being like yo you're clearly not seeing what's in front of you so you don't deserve to see right now but when that happened I remember I called my dad and I was like crying and I was really upset because I still had to go to work. Oh my God. Yeah, like I was having a really, like, that was a really intense time for me because like, I mean, I don't really don't really care what I looked like at the time. I didn't really look at mirrors that much. And like looking back on it now is because I didn't like identify with the person that I saw in the mirror. And like, since I've cut my hair, like I finally like love who I am more and more. Um, but that's like on body and my understanding identity and stuff and like finally shedding like the cocoon that society like put me in anyway back to my story i go on tangents this is why i have podcasts because the things that i want to say would take up so much time and space and like normally i like talking to people about it but yeah not many people to talk to and like it's not the same talking over the phone and like as much as i love my friends like i just want to just like talk and not have to like pause to hear them and I know that's so narcissistic of me and I just need a therapist but like I tried getting a therapist and I keep playing phone tag with them because I've been calling this this clinic that I went to I went to the crisis clinic that my rabbi suggested and like they were very nice and I got like anti-anxiety meds for when like my body became too much for me to handle and I couldn't make it stop but like I know how to make it stop like it's called cigarettes but like cigarettes aren't great for you but I'm smoking one right now anyway tangents I go on them and I know I need a therapist to just talk to, but also isn't it more fun to just like put it out somewhere so I can listen to it myself and like psychoanalyze myself because I was just gonna start reading like my blog posts and then post them on my blog under the video section because I didn't know what to put in the video player section because I wasn't gonna put my podcast there because like I'm not gonna record myself like the video of me doing this, but I could. 
because I'm very expressive and so like I talk with my whole body and like I think it'd be very entertaining to like watch me talking to this microphone talking to my wall I'm literally talking to my wall which has FTP painted on it ah good times I'm this room finally feels like my own. I did that whole transitional thing when I moved back home and I like had to redo my room before moving back in. And like, it was very healing and growing and like, I have to finish going through all my stuff and see, like I talk so fast when I have lots of things to say and words crammed in my head and nowhere to put them. And it's not that I think that my thoughts are worth sharing. It's just that like, I get lonely inside of my head and I will forget that I had these thoughts if I don't put them somewhere. And I realize that people are very auditory and like, I don't know, I just love communicating. And uh, yeah, I forgot where the original train of thought was going. Darn. See, the thing about GarageBand is that I can go back and like listen to myself and then pick up my thought where I went left off. But the thing is, I don't like the editing aspect because then I'll have to like go back and like make this a clear, organized, curated place and that's not how my brain works this reminds me of um in that series by the author that's canceled about the wizarding world anyway yeah luna lovegood she uh has this part where she talks about how like some people can just live in clutter and like they just know where things are but it's not clutter to them because they know where everything is it's just not the classical like conventional idea of what organized should look like anyway that's how my mind works it is an interesting place to be because uh lots of windy paths instead of straight clear-cut lines but like in that show with the arrowhead bald monk i just i'm very scared of like being sued and so i try not to like mention anything that could like get me sued so anything that's like copyrighted that i know is copyrighted i'm like i'll allude to it but like i try not to mention it because uh I am in constant fear every day, but not like the kind of fear that I like let it consume me. I did let it consume me at one point, and that's why I went to the Catskills, and that's why I ended up at the crisis clinic. Anyway, that's a different tangent. I mean, I could go in that one now, but like basically it was a bad shroom trip, and then I thought the world was ending because I saw my calendar, and I was like, oh my god. New York City's gonna get bombed, help. Gotta get to the mountains. And so I went and drove three hours away to the Catskills and dragged my sister and my brother, Andrew, along with me. And uh, it was a really nice trip. And I think I found what I was looking for. I really did. I emailed this really nice couple from this deli and they're very nice and they have a farm that they've offered for me to stay at. And like they offered to teach me and they're so kind and wonderful and they just love so much and I love them. And I, I really wanna go there my heart like warms at the thought of like knowing that I'm welcome back and the food was so good and well priced and everything like the deli was like made from like recycled things and just like they're wonderful people and they really touched my heart and filled my soul and like love them anyway it's only been seven minutes but that's seven straight minutes of just me talking and I know like I have lots to say but whenever my audio messages go past like two minutes I'm like oh my god Julia just FaceTime them but I'm like but I'm in the middle of doing things and like ah like time is so precious and there's so little of it and yet I'm like sitting here casually in my room with my like neon lights going on as it blows outside and my cat's sitting on the cat tower watching the lights blink 
uh, ambiance. It's all about trying to create the moment for you all because you're not sitting here with me. And I don't know who's listening besides Gladys, but I was told that my voice is nice and that I, I don't know, people compliment me and I don't like want to gas myself by saying these nice things about myself. And that's what it feels like. But I also know that's me gaslighting myself. So wow. Wow. Wait, wait, wait. Yo, everything comes full circle. That's crazy. Yo, don't gas me. Don't gaslight. Oh my God. Oh, yo, we're funny. We're a funny people, humans. Just like as a collective species, we're very interesting. I like to consider us fancy monkeys, but people get offended by that. But I don't mean like offense by that. I just mean that like we're all just like animals with sentience and opposable thumbs. Ugh. Has anyone seen Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? Because Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 2 just saw that with my dear sister from another mister. It was really fun. And then we watched Living Life Below Zero, which is really cool. Highly recommend. People out there are very interesting, but I don't think they have very much human, like other human contact. And I think that's very like important. But it's cool to see people living off the land, like in the truest sense of the word. I was rooting for the um, like indigenous Inuit family that like has passed this down and like knows their shit. Like they're very impressive. I love them a lot. They're my favorite. Oh, 9.42. I love seeing like the little timer because I'm just like, oh, time passes in such different ways for different people. I was asked the other day, what I do since I'm unemployed right now and I was so attacked by that question because I was like why do I have to be doing things why can't I just exist for a little bit like I'm taking a sabbatical and like an active sabbatical this time because I'm consciously thinking about what my next life moves are that I'll like least regret and also still balancing my money because I still I got like my last paychecks in the mail and like it'll help tie me over which is really really nice and I just <sighs> capitalism it hurts so much and like we're all little factory babies, so beautifully conditioned as everyone has intended for us to be. And I just, my good friend had a live today and they were talking about how they just want to run naked in the woods. And same, like my sister also said that like, we just want to go back to nature and like be in the forest and like not give a fuck and just eat berries and shit and holes in the dirt and like pet goats and stuff i mean i don't know maybe not goats i think goats like like eating everything but i've never like i mean i've had goats at farms and stuff but i've never had like a bond with a goat i want to make a friend yeah i, I just want to be friends with animals and stuff like i personally would be super down to do the like farming aspect of mutual aid because i have had this idea that like we need to just have independent farms where like people can live and farm if they don't have like homes and stuff and they can live off the farm and be clothed and housed and just like in like it'd be back to like the barter system like you help work the farm and then you get to eat what the farm produces and like we all live in a communal setting like communes are the way to go I honestly and truly have always believed that and I've always wanted to live on like a kibbutz but COVID and also like uh, 
I've always like hesitated talking about the whole Israel-Palestine thing because I have had such like trauma with that because, okay, so I guess it's the tell-all because I'm just talking into the mic and like whoever's listening can judge me and whoever's not listening doesn't know. So um, in Hebrew school, like I was taught that, because I asked, I was like, wait, so how'd we get Israel? Like, what was Israel? And they were like, oh, it was swampland that we turned into farmable land. Like, I just think they remember this being the explanation because it stuck with me. Because then in college, when I learned that, that there were people living there, and then after like everything that, like, I don't even know, like, I haven't done the research. I promise you that this is just coming from like what I remember. And then the, the shock of it, because I have partook in, in the devil's lettuce and my mind cannot be like oh let us let us search up the specific facts I just know the vague concepts of it which help fuel what I was talking about I'm not a factual source of information I'm just talking about my life and my choices anyway that's my disclaimer um at 1304 or wherever it was uh, anyway so I it was in my women in politics course with Professor Rhodes. Very good professor, I hope you are well. Um, I have your reader, it was $60, but it's thick and I'm very much looking forward to reading it to help further my um, endeavors in my activist sphere. Anyway, yeah, so she had someone come in who like studies this stuff and basically they showed like the map of of the United States as it displaced the indigenous Americans and a map of Israel as we displaced the Palestinians. And I know it's more nuanced than that. I know that there was like people fighting back because that's their land and like that's their homes. And like, I don't understand why they had to be displaced. And I know there's two, there's three sides. There's as many sides to every story as there are people involved. And then there's like whatever objective truth might exist for like a rock that's involved watching apparently plants are sentient so whatever plants were watching they have their own objective truth which is that they're getting decimated no matter what so they hate us all equally well maybe not hate but maybe they just are not as appreciative of us because we're not as appreciative of them anyway so yeah so i was shook and i felt betrayed and so i drifted very far away from my spiritual and cultural and religious upbringing because I had trusted it with all my heart. Like there was one point that I said the Shema every night because I so fully believed in God and I still do, Baruch Hashem. And thank you for getting me through that time because I needed that. And I'm glad that I have that memory of saying that blessing every night because it reminds me of the jewish equivalent well i don't know i know my lens is very specific and niche to my like lived experiences but um when i was a kid we used to watch little house on the prairie and i remember they would pray every night and they had the little thing where it was like i don't remember the whole one but it was like give my i give the lord my soul to take and if i die before i wake oh something about going mm-hmm I give the Lord my soul to keep. Anyway, it was nice. And I think, yeah. So that's basically what I thought the equivalent was when I learned it in Hebrew school because I saw Lohas the Prairie first. 
but um, it basically means hero Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And we're supposed to say the first thing we do when we wake up in the morning and the last thing uh, when we go to sleep. And I still try to do it now and it's very nice and it makes me feel very in touch with whatever higher entity is out there watching over me because I don't think that I just survive off luck alone because that seems improbable just on whatever numbers can be crunched about coincidence and fate and luck and chance because quite honestly I've done lots of reckless things in my lifetime and people have done much less and suffered lots more so I don't attribute that to just coincidence I attribute it to a higher entity that looks out for me and I have faith in them so I'm grateful I'm grateful for every day and every second oh my god I hit 16 17 full minutes of just me talking and you have hit 17 full minutes of you listening to me speak even if it's in the background maybe my voice is just good background noise my sister has our shows that we watch and their shows that they watch um as background and i can usually like gauge their mood by what they're watching and it's cute and i love them and i miss them it's sad that they're off with living out and i am not as easily accessible to them and they to me but they text and i mean i could text them i know i'll text them my phone's just not here otherwise i text them right now because i love them very much that was a tangent because i love people oh my god i love people so much is my computer asleep will it stop recording no it's still recording okay i've never used this app but my good friend johnny sad boy johnny um recommended it to me because it's free and before i was paying 19 dollars. so thank you anchor by spotify oh god bless you spotify oh does this mean you own my voice now that's cool i hope you save it and put it somewhere if we are all gonna get sucked into a black hole That'd be nice. Some record of me. I'm so paranoid now. Dad, parent, dad passed me. Dad passed on that one. I've learned, but it's cool. It's fine. We're making it work. Oh, that's what I was doing before. I was rolling. Oh. My friend's brother gave me a pre-roll leaf, and I was rolling it before I started recording and now I'm gonna continue rolling it because I can multitask but I'm moving and the mic is on my lap so I don't know what that does to the sound and that's also why I'm speaking more carefully because I am now no longer only focusing on speaking I am also focused on doing and multitasking is a myth as my sister taught me as well apparently you can only focus on one thing 100% so whatever you're focusing on more gets like more of your attention but i am somehow talking and uh doing so uh kudos to your brain okay back to just talking because that was a lot of energy expended for no reason because i oh oh i can talk like this into the mic i wonder if you mm, i don't i don't know i feel like this is like way too close to your ears i'm sorry Okay, back to here. This feels a little bit better, but uh, let me know which you prefer. I think I'm going to cap this at a good uh, 
20 or so minutes just because I uh, feel bad about taking up too much of your time. But uh, thanks for listening. And uh, let me know if you want to hear another one. If not, I'll probably record one. All right, I hit 20. But yeah, again, I hope you are all well. I send lots of love, warm hugs, many blessings. And uh, yeah, if you have any suggestions for what you want to hear about, let me know. Um, I'm down to talk about whatever. uh, Or I'll just start recording whenever I need to talk out loud. And uh, thank you. This was talking to your walls. Talking to my walls? Talking to the walls. Nothing is really mine in this lifetime. We don't own anything. Talking to the walls. All right. Word. Over and out.